Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Curbs, we talked about this a little bit earlier today and gave our thoughts on the loss. I am curious yours coming off of a tough one at home like that going into a break. You know what? I, uh, Brandon, I think that, like, uh, this one's a hard one to explain. It, it really is. Uh I understand the athlete. I understand the schedule. I understand the process. I understand the human aspect of it. You know, but you are a team that is uh, have moved yourself with a great five-game win streak into a playoff spot, and you have that kind of game. The biggest difference, you know, between the really good teams and the teams that have to fight for their scraps, and the Blues are one of those fight-for-your-scraps teams right now, is you don't cough up those games like they've done. And when you look at the fact that they've gone 0-2 against Columbus, they lost to San Jose, you know, they've, they've laid some eggs against some, some pretty weak teams from a talent standpoint. And this one just comes down to effort. If, if you lose that game last night to Columbus, one nothing, But Merzlikens had to stand on his head, right? And you pumped him with 35 shots on goal. Or maybe you lose it 2-1 to one or even 3-1. to one. Right, but but there was there was a much more focused effort in that game. It's a very different feel than this one. Nine shots on goal it, through the first two periods against that team is is frankly really hard to explain. So big picture, you don't let it bother you too much. You're right in the heart of things going into the final 33 games. Maybe tonight you get bumped out of that playoff spot. Maybe you keep it. Either way, you're gonna lose some ground to one of those two teams, uh, L.A. or Nashville. But the reality of it is is uh, you could have had two more points last night. And, and in all honesty, should have had two more points last night. Yeah, and Curves, I'm glad you mentioned their shot total because though they had just won five in a row and they're winners of five of the last six, in their last four games at five on five, they have not generated 20 shots on goal. What are you seeing from the Blues at five on five and kind of their struggle to get the puck on net? Uh, I, I think it's a willingness to shoot the puck, you know. And, and to be honest with you, you got it. Part of this is I don't. I haven't. I haven't gotten into with Drew Bannister yet on this part of things philosophically with him just being 21 games in, you know. But with Craig Berube, it he didn't care about shot totals, and a lot of coaches now in the National Hockey League don't really care about. Well, we've got to average 30 shots on goal, uh, you know, to get to where we want to go. They care about the quality of chances. The challenge that the Blues seem to have, from my point of view, is they're passing up chances to put the puck on the net and create some chaos in front of the goal. And, you know, we, we talk a lot about, Tanner, uh, net front presence, right? Got to get the dirty areas. You got to stop and start on the crease. You got to make sure that you're there for rebounds. Well, part of the issue is you got to get the puck there. Because if the puck stays on the outside, it's hard for a guy to stay along the wing 
or in front of the net, rather, when he's got to get to the boards to add support. So it's there's a yin and a yang to it. But when I look at the Colorado Avalanche, when I look at the way the Boston Bruins can funnel shots to the net, I look at the, the chaos that Dallas creates and some of these other teams. Winnipeg still does it as good as anybody in the league. They just put the puck to the net, put big bodies going there and say, try and stop us. Um, I think somewhere they've got to get back to funneling more pucks to the net and then working on retrieval rather than looking for the best opportunity available and then potentially missing opportunities. Curbs, do you know where the Blues rank currently in rebound shots and rebound goals on the season? Uh, I I have no idea where they rank, but I, I cannot imagine it's I cannot imagine it's good. I got I'd have to say bottom six or seven. Yeah, they're they're thirtieth uh, in rebound shots and dead last in rebound goals so far this year. They have six rebound goals at five on five on the season. Uh, the next worst team is Toronto, which makes sense. They've got shooters that are shooting from the outside. Uh, the Blues have six rebound goals at five on five so far this year. Yeah, so. Th- th- it's a fascinating discussion, really, because in one sense you're saying they need more scoring, right? And yet the Blues and the Dallas Stars are the only two teams in the league that have six players with 13 or more goals. They just don't have that guy pushing 40 goals, right? Um, then at the same time, one of the big areas, and Drew Bannister focused on this with the power play, and I think that's why the power play clearly has been 25% under him, is net front. They put Jake Neighbors on the one unit. He put Oscar Sundquist on the other unit. And they said, you guys go plant some flowers right in front of the crease and we'll find the puck for you. And it's worked. And both those guys have been terrific there. One of the key things that is still critical for this team when it comes to habit changing is stopping at the net. There's been a handful of opportunities over the last number of games where there have been rebounds and nobody is in position to get them. They, you know, you can call them flybys. Uh, you can call them circles where, you know, a guy will drive the net, but then they, they, you know, they circle out rather than just throw on the brakes and stop right there. Alexi Torochenko, Jake Neighbors, Oscar Sundquist are probably your top three guys on this hockey team that go and stop right at the front of the net, and they'll find rebounds because of it. So I'm not at all surprised, to be honest with you, uh, with, with that number, Brandon, just simply because of the – fact that the Blues don't stop there very often to, to wait for the play to develop and, and battle in front. Yeah, it's just like, it has to be one or the other to your point, Curbs, where like, okay, if you're not going to get a high number of shots, that that's fine, as long as you're getting them in the areas where they're more likely to convert into goals. And at least according to one site, moneypuck.com, the, the Blues are the third worst team this year at high danger shots for, as we just talked about. They, they don't create rebound opportunities or they haven't at least converted them into shots as rebounds. Like They're not doing any of it. And when you have none of these things that are going for you at five on five, it becomes really, really difficult to sustain offense that way. And we saw the results of that, unfortunately, uh, last night. Curves, final question that I've got for you before we get you out of here. That that was the final game that we're going to see this team play for the next couple of weeks. When you look back at what is essentially the first half of the season, they're 26-21-2. We probably couldn't ask for much more than that at this point in the regular season. How, how would you assess what we've seen from this version of the St. Louis Blues team at this point in the season? Uh, 
like in comparison to last year's or just just in general this year? I would say relative to expectations, right? Because I don't think anybody was oh, expecting okay. this team to be a Stanley Cup contender necessarily. That the general manager came out and said, "Hey, we're we're in a retool. We're talking about what the LA Kings did, which puts a timeline of like three years or so before they're really contending." And yet, right now, they're in a playoff spot. They're five games above 500 going into the All Star break, and it. It kind of feels empty given what happened last night, but I, I, it's kind of hard for me not to be happy about where the record is at least. So so I touched on this a little bit on curbside reaction. Um, I go, I, it, it, It's a fantastic question right now, because I, and I think it's a fair one if you're a fan to ask, because it also keeps you with a dose of reality. So first off, what are the expectations? I think Doug Armstrong laid the expectations out pretty clearly at the beginning of this season. He, he was very honest when he said, I don't think that we are a top a top third team in the league. I don't believe we're a bottom third team in the league. I believe we're right in that middle third, and if things go well, I would hope that we are in that top in the top level of that middle third, which has you getting a playoff spot or pushing for it. And if you look where the team is at 49 games, right exactly where he would expect to be. If you're talking about being a wild-card team, you're in the top part of that middle third right there. So to me, that's a that's a pretty good spot. I believe that if you're going to make the playoffs, they had to be right about five games over 500 at the midway point of the season, which is not the All-Star break. It was seven games ago. They weren't there. Now they've gotten there, maybe seven games late. The benefit is the other teams around them haven't been great, and so the Blues are right in the thick of things. So from a big-picture standpoint, I think if you're a Blues fan, knowing that this is a team in transition, knowing that I don't think expectations were really high because you're filling holes, waiting for the Snuggaroods and the Dvorskis and the next wave to come up, uh, the Bulldukes, whatever, uh, I think the fact that you're seeing a pretty competitive product most nights is good. The fact that they're in the playoff hunt, which means over the next 14 games before the trade deadline, they will be playing meaningful games. That's extremely important for development as well. And I think the fact that you have, I still think, one of the best goalies in the league when it comes to clutch performances, and that's Jordan Bennington, and a terrific backup that's growing very well in his role in Joel Hofer, I think the Blues have goaltending every single night that's going to keep you in the game. So I, I think all in all, despite the frustration of last night and a couple losses this year, maybe that last one to Washington, the San Jose game, are great examples. Uh I think all in all, you've got to be pretty satisfied and say the team is just about where you would expect it to be. I don't think they've overperformed, but I also think uh, the inconsistencies come with the transition, and so that's not much of a surprise. I, I think you've got to be pretty happy with where you're at right now. I tend to agree with you, Curbs. It, it feels weird to say that because of, again, what, what we saw last night and you don't want to be thrilled with the fact that you're, you know, bottom of the wild card standings. But given what the team was expected to do, I, I think that's kind of where they should be right now. And uh, it wasn't a great start to the season either, so it was tough to be able to get here. Curbs, we appreciate the time as always, man. He's Chris Kerber, the voice of the Blues, getting a couple of weeks off, well-deserved uh, vacation. You and the family going anywhere while, while you're off, Curbs? Uh, I am in the car right now driving down to Louisville to visit Gracie for two days. And then... Uh... We're gonna do a. We're gonna MC a fundraising gala for Rossman School back home on Saturday, and then gonna do a college visit with Gabby to UMKC next week. So, uh, not 
not anything in terms of thrilling trips, but as a dad, I don't know that it gets any better for me. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy. It'll be a great few days off. While you're out in KC, check out one of the new spots. Meet Mitch, M-E-A-T, Mitch. Uh, it's wor- worth your time. And then while you're in Louisville, of course, right. uh, enjoy enjoy the bourbon out there, man. We'll, we'll talk to you again soon, Curbs.